Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie, and we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Hey friends! Hello! We have a great show for you today. First, we're going to talk about why the joys of motherhood are just so darn hard to express. Then we're going to take a dive down that TikTok K-hole. I do that every day. And as always, we have our hashtag swag bag. But up next, take it away, Luna or Sebastian. Kicking shit. My tits are. I was really excited about the rise of the pink ladies. It's a prequel to the Grease movie on Paramount Plus because I love Grease. Grease is one of those movies I have seen so many times I can't count. Grease, Pretty Woman, Dirty Dancing, Clueless. And at first, I was slightly disappointed. I finished the series. I loved it. It was such a fun retro thing that was also about girls down with the patriarchy. There's a little bit of lesbianism. Something for everybody. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of history. Hispanic storylines, which makes sense. It's California. There are a lot of Mexicans and other Hispanics in California. It was such a lovely little retelling. There's some debate as to whether there will be a season two, but I really hope there is because, spoiler alert, we see Danny Zuko from the back, the very last moment of the finale. I need to see the Danny Zuko origin story. The choreography is so good. Songs are a little too poppy and very hard to understand what they're saying in the songs, but super cute. Loved it. And I want a pink lady jacket. Always have. Always will. Always have. That's my tits and shits. My tits are that I've been getting back into photography. I've taken classes before I had kids, but my really good Canon digital camera broke a while ago. I tried to get it fixed and they don't make the parts anymore. And so annoyingly, I was going to have to spend all this money on another digital camera. For years and years and years, I haven't had one. I've been borrowing my stepdad's. I've been doing other stuff, but I bought one from Facebook Marketplace and have started using it. Took it with me when we were in Sicily and taking pictures. I just like to walk around by myself with my camera and just try to find things to take pictures of. It's very relaxing for me. I don't even know if I'll do anything with the pictures, but it's like a meditative exercise of finding beauty in regular things. It really helps my mental health. So that's my tits. I guess the shits are that currently I'm so busy that I can't do that. I have a break in classes where right now I'm taking three summer classes and two of them are going to end next week and then I'll only have the one and that's going to make such a huge difference. That'll be nice. Soon in the very near future I can see a place where I might be able to have an hour, just an hour, but an hour to either exercise or take some pictures. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Expressing the joy of motherhood. So this is from a New York Times opinion piece. I really like this because in some ways it's the anti-momtourage and in some ways it's very much the momtourage, mm-hmm. these ideas expressed in here. So parents tend to focus more on hurdles and pitfalls rather than the joys of parenting. I would agree. We do it all the time. Motherhood has a PR problem, quote, where negativity reigns and the joys are muted and it ultimately has a deleterious effect on both fertility rate and the well being of our souls. Yeah, that does sound like a pro-life quote. The woman who quoted it, I didn't want to say her name because I don't even want to give it fact, but the woman had said she was pro-life. The author who did not write the pro-life quote personally believes that people are having less babies, not because of that, but more because maybe the economy is terrible. And also maybe because of global warming. And there's smoke. People talk about having civil wars. Highways are collapsing. Maybe aliens. Maybe aliens. There's a whole lot of reasons why I think people are not having kids and I do not think it's because it's when negativity reigns and the joys are muted and it ultimately has a deleterious effect on both fertility rate and the well-being of our souls. Get the fuck out of (laughs) here. So families are making rational decisions to limit the number of kids they have in a government who spends less on early child care than our peer nations. People are having fewer than their ideal number of children. How about the fact that we as women don't really get say over what happens in our bodies and then the government who is getting that say does nothing to help take care of those children. When we need them to take care of gun control so that our kids don't go to school and get shot, they don't want to do that. Child care is too expensive. People are worried about the economy. People have waited because of financial instability, not enough paid family leave, or no paid family leave. I'll tell you, I waited because of financial instability. Absolutely. As well as emotional instability. Yep. Also, child care is not only too expensive, it is also a very daunting thought to leave your child with an absolute fucking stranger. It's also hard to find. Yes, it's hard to find somebody who is reliable, who seems to have their wits about them. Who's not a mo, who's not on drugs. A mo? Mo Lester. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Difficulty of taking care of kids and taking care of aging parents at the same time. There is no safety net for the elder working class, that's for sure. People are living longer and now people in their middle ages are taking care of two different populations, their own elder family members and their children. Also, with people having kids later, like me, the grandparents are older. And so it's pushing everything into this kind of crisis. Absolutely. You cannot extol the blessings of parenthood without addressing the serious challenges. Okay. What are we? No, now you have a timeout because mom. Yes, sit there. You have to sit there. Because mommy just asked you to respect the fact that she's working. And yesterday, you did not respect the fact that mommy was morning. Okay, but you do not you do not get on the microphone and talk. This is mommy's work. All right. You cannot extol the blessings of parenthood. <laughs> the timing. Without addressing the serious challenges that caregivers will face throughout their lifetime. Guys, you hear this? 
the reality. Yes. There is a wide range of emotions around motherhood. If you're all sunshine and lollipops, it ends up doing everyone a disservice, making it harder to parent through difficult moments if you're crushed by guilt, by your every worry. Amen. Sitting with the overwhelming, all-encompassing love for our children can be frightening because it brushes right up against a parent's greatest fear that something awful could happen. Oof. The next quote, which you're going to read, Ashley, she was talking about this book that this man wrote about his son who had terminal cancer and then died and how it was both the best book she ever read and the worst book she ever read. So she said, it reminded me to be grateful for every day I get to spend with my kids, even the hard ones. That doesn't mean ignoring the complicated feelings each day brings merely to recognize that they are always profound, lovely, and even mysterious feelings alongside them. Sometimes I can't put these feelings into words and other times I just don't want to share them. I want to hoard them as my private delights. I've been writing poetry about these feelings. I call them poems at 2 a.m. That quote kind of encapsulated why I've been writing these poems because I'm trying to express the complicated nuances, but I also want them to myself. It's so funny to me that every day I feel conflicted feelings, right? Of, oh my God, parenting is so hard. I would just love to be left the fuck alone for a little bit. And at the same token, how blessed and grateful I feel to have my son. It makes me feel schizophrenic a lot of the time. It really does. In the same moment, I feel like I just want to be not touched and I just want space. And then I go to move away and I'm like, but I just want to touch her. I remember when Sebastian was a little baby. Those were such hard days because it was so by myself. They don't even feel like days. It didn't feel like real time. And it's foreign, right? Because you're dealing with this little creature that just needs you for every single fucking thing. He can't even hold their head up. You can't even take a shit in peace. No. I barely even babysat. It was all so new and I just all day would be like, I can't wait for my husband to get home from work so I can just have a few minutes to feel like a human being. And then the baby would go to sleep and I would think I am the worst mother for not appreciating every single moment I had with this little gift. I will never get this day again. That feeling encapsulates my entire feeling of motherhood. And now that Sebastian's older and capable of getting himself from one room room to another or taking a shit on his own or all these other things, I feel less of the I need to get through this day and I feel more of the just happiness. Oh, I still feel that way. It is so complicated. It's such an isolating feeling and yet it is the feeling every mother has. I keep looking back at pictures of moments and times when she was younger and thinking, I wish we were back at that time. I wish I had understood how that time was better or easier than this time is. Yep. But that's a dangerous way of thinking and we can't really think that way but I often am like oh I remember that in this picture I was worried about her falling down the stairs all the time but also I wish we could go back to this time (laughs) I've been doing a lot of that lately I don't know why I've just been looking at old pictures being like I remember that this was my biggest fear at that time and I wish that that was my only fear I have a theory that the people who have multiple children and this is not to be disparaging to anyone or insult anyone but part of my theory is that a lot of the people that have so many children like your sister, my sister-in-law. It's part of because of that feeling because they look back at things and they just want to do it again so they have more kids. I could be totally off base here. I don't know, but that's the impression I get. From what I know of my sister, that is part of it. My sister is very much more embracing all the negatives about parenthood and thinks that that's beautiful than I am. Same with my sister-in-law. And I think you have to be if you're going to have that many kids. But my sister forgets in the moment. So she'll be like, this is horrible. Why did I not remember that this is horrible? And I'm like, yes, but you also have 
have to remember that looking back, you thought it was great. In the moment, it's like the hormones, the everything, it just, it washes over you and you can have that scope. Yeah. I wish you could, but I don't know if you can. This last quote I really related to, you're not going to relate to it as much, I don't think, Ash. This author said, occasionally I'll wish that I had my children even earlier because I would get more days with them and their four grandparents would get more time with them. But then I'll remember that if I had them at any other time, they wouldn't be these specific marvelous children. Yeah, no, I don't identify with that that much, but I can understand why you do. Especially because Luna only had two years with one of her grandparents and her grandparents are very old and her parents are very old. You're not very old. Lee is not very old. Neither one of you. It's just something I think about a lot. I mean, of course, I couldn't have kids at any other time because it wouldn't be this kid and I wouldn't be the human that I was at this point. I'm sure you're very familiar with this, but other people may not be this whole concept that our children pick us, right? That there are souls floating around in wherever souls go and they pick who to be their parents. And since Sebastian was a little kid, I have said to him, thank you so much for picking me. I am so grateful. That makes me want to cry. I know. So now this is something he brings up all the time and he'll say mama I'm so glad I picked you I'm so glad I love you so much and I'm like I can't express how happy I am that you picked me I tell him you know I don't like kids so I don't know what I would have done with any other kid you are the perfect one and now he's into this whole other thing of when you die you get another life which is a soulmates and me him and daddy our souls will always be together oh my god I know he's really become this very profound little child it's very strange wow I love that guys I I really want to know what are these private moments that you're hoarding? What are these private delights? Hello at momtragepodcast.com or slide into our DMs. I would love a segment where we just share anonymously these private little delights. I can share some of the little poems I've written. You're like, please don't. But you know, that's my <laughs> private delight. You're like, please don't, Carrie. This is not another vehicle so you can share more of your feelings. Yeah, I'll share my favorite tequila recipe. That's my private delight. Oh, that was good. We're going down, 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 down the TikTok hole. I don't usually like when you sing, but I think you should record it and have Lee mix it. That should be one of our cues for this segment. I really do. I really liked it. Thank you. Is it improvisational? Uh-huh. All right, I'll go first. TikTok user Gabe Gibbs. Love him. He is a very talented singer. Incredibly. And he does Broadway versions of songs. He'll be like, she had dumps. Those dumps are like a truck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing it justice. He does the classic musical thing where he takes a song and makes it into a whole story. He did one with Britney Spears that was so good. Backstreet's Back as a villain song. My favorite one is he made a whole song for The Office about how Toby doesn't like Jim because Jim has his dream girl. That's how I found him was that one song. And I was like, this guy is exceptionally talented. He's exceptionally talented and he gets the genre exact. Yes. It is so dead on and he's so talented. And my second part of that is there's this one woman who's an incredible singer herself and she stitched with him and does a duet. Oh, I think. I've seen that. Oh, it's a really feel-good thing to share with friends. Last night when I couldn't sleep, I discovered brain massages on TikTok. Oh, uh, I need that. It was incredible. So basically what you do is you either put in headphones or I was on my back in bed. Is it like binaural beats? Yeah. You put your phone under your chin. It'll take any song, any sound, and it just changes.
is where it's going. And it really does feel like a brain massage. So soothing, so therapeutic. When you need to sleep, I used to watch ASMR lives to help me fall asleep at night. This is my new thing. I need a brain massage. Yeah. Are y'all down with Wig Central? I love wig videos. So there is a user called Wig Central. You don't even need the sound on, really. But it reminds me of a QVC at home with wigs. This woman, her entire back wall of God knows what room it is, is just pegs with wigs on them. And I'm going to say there's 57 wigs. And she takes them off, gives them a spin, tells you about them, tells you what it is, how it makes her feel. I think she's trying to sell the wigs. I'm not totally sure, to be honest with you, but it is just so pleasing to me. And I really want to know what's going on with her. Like, where is that room? How did you acquire so many wigs? Do you sell them? She often is wearing her own hair. So I'm like, give me a backstory here. I love any kind of wig video. And they show what to do with the baby hairs. And you got to get the got to be spray. That's the spray to hold things down. And you need the little headband thing that holds it down. I am just so into wig application. And I have a hard time wearing wigs because I have a lot of hair. But I wish I could because I'm very into it. I think you introduced me to this guy. Sweaty Oracle. Yeah. <laughs> All the Broadway tea and gossip. Sometimes he gets a little annoying to me because he is very loud. Sweaty Oracle is also the best name ever. Yeah, but he's super honest and he doesn't hide his feelings about things like the whole Bad Cinderella show and how that's closing and it became like this whole thing between him and Andrew Lloyd Webber and the cast. I just really enjoy it. In the time that we're recording this, the Tony Awards just happened and Leah Michelle did not win a Tony Award. However, Alexis Newell, who is non-binary, and is from Glee did got one before Leah Michelle Sweaty Oracle posted a video of a snake slithering away and said that was Leah Michelle <laughs> upset because the people she used to bully on Glee have won Tonys before she has you know I'm always here for Leah Michelle slander speaking of Tonys I'm loving all the commentary on the looks from Ben Platt and his husband is that his husband yeah is he an actor as well yes never seen him before but they were like big jacket big pants look he's a rectangle such an odd choice they're like this looks like people who've just discovered dressing for the first time yeah so weird <laughs> okay there's a woman that has a series called come take a shit with me and she takes a shit in fancy stores so she's like come take a shit with me at gucci come take a shit with me at chanel come take a shit with me and she just goes into high-end stores and takes a and she writes the toilet paper and the marble they use. It's so funny. It's so relatable. It really is. All the alien content that's being unpacked on TikTok for me, the briefings, the finding of the objects. If you're a longtime listener of the show, you know that I have outwardly said they're going to have to institutionalize me when finally the aliens reveal themselves to us. And I have to say all this alien content is making me feel a lot better about aliens. They're actually here to help us. Oh, I love that for you. Although, why are they letting I-95 collapse? I mean, there's bigger fish to fry. Is that part of a greater scheme? I don't think so. Guys, do yourself a favor. Subscribe to DJ Hamster Dance. DJ Hamster Dance does the most amazing mashups. His mashups are absolutely sick. Here, I'm going to play one. Oh, that's fun. Isn't that fun? That is I really fun. I think my For You page knows that I'm struggle bussing because it's been primarily giving me super fun content that makes me happy like DJ stuff, like funny kid videos, animals falling. Give me all the hot girl summer videos. Give me all the animals doing weird things. Give them to me because I love them. Give me mixes of Snoop Dogg and other things. Give me Snoop Dogg narrating a video about sea otters and alligators. This is the content that I need right now. Here's my one complaint. Since they introduced TikTok shop, I feel like every single video 
video on my FYP is selling me something and that gets a little annoying for me. I don't want to be sold fucking eternal pencils every time I go on TikTok. That's my only complaint. Hashtag swag bag. It's taken me a while to grow to love this product. I originally bought it because I wanted the pink translucent powder and you had bought the Givenchy one and I just could not justify spending that. Basically every single product I've bought from Rare Beauty has been an A plus product. So they had a cheaper version of a pink setting powder. It helps brighten my under eyes. I've seen that makeup artist who does makeup for women over 40 and how proper placement can pull up your entire face. Especially if you have a Zempic face. Yes. So it's the Rare Beauty setting powder in light. And I have to tell you, it really does make such a difference. It is my favorite setting powder. I was a Laura Mercier user for a long time. I will never go back. The pink is the way to go. You guys know our love of the Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. We've talked about it early on, the very, very early years when we were all about magic erasers and Clorox, you know, pandemic shit. Research has shown that the Mr. Clean Magic Eraser is not only bad for the environment, but it actually has forever chemicals that can go into your body. And that if you're going to use it, you should use gloves. Well, I found an eco version that's more reusable. The Mr. Clean, it disintegrates and then you got to use another one. I found one at Target that doesn't have the forever chemicals in it. It works almost just as well. 80% of the things that you could use the magic eraser for, you can use the eco one for. It's better for the environment. It's more reusable. It's not disintegrating. It doesn't have the forever chemicals on your hands. And then you save one magic eraser for the big dog and then you use gloves when you use it. And the other thing is when I read that the Mr. Clean Magic Erasers had forever chemicals in it, I was like, that makes sense because when I use them with my hands, my hands feel really weird for a long time. Yeah. If you're going to use the Magic Eraser, please put gloves on so that it's not going into your body. But also let's think about where those chemicals are going if they're not going into your hands. I was really happy to find that eco version because I was like, well, I guess I just have to not use a magical thing. Right. No longer can use this thing that actually makes life a lot easier. I'll link it in the show notes. There's a couple brands. There's an EcoZone one that was popular in Britain. It's a little harder to get, but then I have this one that I got at Target. Yeah, that's great. All right, guys. Love you all so much. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe or follow. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at hello at momtouragepodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all at Momtourage Podcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is a Cafe Mom podcast written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at mamadramaband or mamadramaband.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.